Support for this podcast comes from Salesforce. If you think Salesforce cloud services are just for the big fish, think again. Salesforce Essentials is a CRM tool tailor-made for small business and startups. Salesforce took their most powerful enterprise tools and made them more accessible at a price that fits scrappy budgets. You can try it now for free and get three months of G Suite by Google Cloud at no additional cost. Visit salesforce.com slash technori and start your free trial today. Wait a minute, Wait turn, a minute. On the radio. turn on the radio. My homie got a new show and it's time to play it's it though. To play it I though. hope you got in tune. Got he talking bigger business. Big he business. make a lot of moves. Lot of we talking Scott Katoon. I'm your host, Scott Katoon, and this is Technory Live from WGN Radio, where Chicago's top tech founders and entrepreneurs come to share their story. Sitting down with me, Mike Pico, CEO of Oak Street Health. Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. Of course. Uh, Mike Pico, CEO Oak uh, Oak Street Health. Uh, we decided we wanted to have you in here, not just because Salesforce is a big sponsor of ours and they seem to be a big fan of your company, but usually when we get companies from either Salesforce uh, or from groups like Chicago Innovation Awards, they tend to be uh, going in the right trajectory, you might say. Uh, and I've definitely seen you guys in a lot of different places, Chicago Inno, Cranes. Uh, I think Blue Sky did a thing once as well. And I know that Technori has covered you guys before, so uh, it's kind of cool to actually finally have you sitting here in front of me and to learn from the horse's mouth, so to speak, uh, what exactly Oak Street Health does, what it is, how it's different from the rest of the uh, different healthcare providers. Uh, and then let's dive a little bit into what got you to this point. So uh, without any further time wasted, what is Oak Street Health? Well, good. And look, thank you again for having me on. Uh, Oak Street Health operates primary care centers focused with adults on Medicare. Uh, today, we have 25 centers across uh, six different markets in three different states. And really what we do, we deliver a different model of healthcare that is based on providing value to our patients instead of volume of services. And so our, our model was specifically designed and built from the ground up for Medicare patients, especially those in, in, in urban areas that are medically underserved. And the model combines primary care with services like care management, behavioral health, uh, care in the home, and really looks to increase access to care, provide a concierge-level experience, and, and do all the things our patients need to, to increase their overall well-being. And what really makes it work is we enter in called full-risk contracts or capitated contracts. There's a lot of buzzwords for them, but really value-based arrangements that allow us to uh, significantly invest in our patients by shifting costs away from unnecessary acute episodes and hospitalizations and really invest those into services they need to increase their overall well-being. And from a, from a data perspective, you know, we're making a huge impact. We've decreased hospitalizations in our patients by over 40 percent. Um, say that again, our patients are 40 percent less likely to have an acute event and need to go to the hospital than the, the average patient in their demographic on Medicare. Uh, and our, our net promoter score is something we're really proud of as well. We have a 92% net promoter score, which means you know, 9 out of 10 of our patients are, are strongly recommending us to friends and family. Uh, yeah, so you know, it's interesting to me about this is a couple of things. I've had, as I said in the, in the beginning of this, uh, several people who've come into this uh, studio in kind of your industry, different tackling different things from it. but And this is one that's not necessarily, uh, well, it's not a competitor in any way, uh, but it was an inter- interesting conversation. We had the CEO of Curable on here, and he was talking about the fact that uh, one of the biggest attractions to their business model is the ability to predict uh, and help make sure that people don't spend time in the hospital because that's when the money starts ringing up and, and ambulance trips and things like that start to, to really stack up. And then another conversation I had was not on the show. Uh, I was in San Diego and I was talking to a, a traveling physician and I was unaware 
other than like, and this is probably not what he intended me to, to bring up, but uh, you know, the Michael, the Michael Jacksons of the world who have their own private physician or had private physician. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always thought that as like a rich person thing. Uh, I didn't realize that it is a, a major, potentially a major shift uh, in the way that we take care of people. And that actually uh, for those on Medicare, that's actually the, the perfect target uh, for an at-home physician who travels around and basically just takes care of people on the road. Because uh, if you can take care of people on the road and make sure that they're doing what they need to do rehab or otherwise, that keeps them out of the hospital. If it keeps them out of the hospital, that keeps hospital costs down. Uh, and if we can do anything to keep the insurers from knocking on our door, that's a, a win. So what I am noticing, uh, whether it's, I would say, just nationally, uh, is a, a major focus finally uh, I say finally just because it's not about insurance and healthcare as much as it, 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 to me at least as it is uh, to providing better services, uh, providing smarter care. Um, so I think the nation has an attention now on this industry and trying to fix it and apply tech to it. Uh, but in Chicago, I've noticed in your companies, I, I think maybe the perfect example of bringing what you describe as concierge care to people who previously have not had that experience. And for those of you listening, uh, you probably can relate to this. If you all have anyone who's an older loved one who has had to have operations or surgery or after surgery care, usually the experiences aren't very good. Uh, usually uh, it's very limited. They, I would, I would argue that they don't have uh, nearly as good a follow-up care uh, as those who are well-insured, covered, et cetera. And so I guess my question for you in the end of all this is, you know what? What is it about what you're able to provide people, uh, particularly patients, that makes it easier for them? You know what I'm saying? Not, mm-hmm. not. I mean, it's easier on their pocketbook. It's easier on everybody's pocketbook, quite honestly, because it all passes through at some point. Uh, but what is it specifically you guys are able to do that makes it easy for them? Well, a lot of this stems from how the system works for most people, right? How how it's worked for years, and really where we how we got to this place where we have way too high a cost and and way too low of quality in healthcare. And so much of medicine is driven by fee-for-service, right? Yep. Um, if I'm a doctor, the way I make money is I see as many patients as possible with as little resources as possible. And I pack my schedule as tight as possible because every minute I'm not seeing a patient is, is money I'm not making. Yep. And that's for primary care doctors, that extends all the way through to specialists and hospitals make money by being full. And those economics in the healthcare system don't align with actually having a good patient experience, right? So what do we feel? What do, what do, whether it's Medicare patients, whether it's all of us, what do we feel? We, we go to the doctor, we have long waits. Uh, we have short visits. We don't get our phones answered. We don't get questions answered. And it's a, it's a terrible experience. And when you're talking about the patients we serve, which are you know, generally uh, dual eligibles, lower income Medicare patients who you know, have Medicare and Medicaid, and um, one of the challenges they face is if they're not getting the primary care they need, if they don't have access to care, if they can't get to the doctor, frankly, if the doctor's a very unpleasant experience, they don't go to the doctor, they're not getting the care they need, and they're going to end up having unnecessary acute episodes. So instead of it being easy to get to the primary care doctor, getting the time they need, understanding their care plan, they're not getting that, and they're, they're having things go wrong, and they're ending up in the hospital. And that's much worse for a patient, right? So that's, that's, that's the backdrop. So what do we do at Oak Street Health? There's really a lot of things that every other industry has figured out long before that are sometimes you can almost think of it as common sense, but because we practice in a different way, because we our operations are set up differently, because we have a different economic model than, than the traditional doctor's office, we're able to provide all these services for our patients, and we're able to do it for free for them because it's paid for by keeping them healthier, so yeah. everyone wins. So okay, let me give you some examples that to actually answer your actual yeah, question. No, no. Um, Same-day appointments. If, if you need to get in because you're sick, we'll get you in. 
uh, transportation. We have a fleet of green vans that will pick you up at your door, take you into the office if you can't get in. And these are you have different facilities all over the place, right? Yeah, so, so we have 25 centers today. Yep. Um, we have 16 of them in the Chicagoland area. So we serve about 32,000 patients in Chicagoland, right, to give you a sense. Um, all different neighborhoods, a lot on the south side, a lot on the west side, some on the north side. You know, we're, you know, we're, we're local, right? Healthcare should be local. So we're not expecting all of our patients to come downtown to, to go to the doctor. We want it to be convenient for them. So they're, they're really located in the neighborhoods. We're never in medical office complexes. Those are a pain to go to. We're yeah. usually in retail centers, you know, close to a supermarket or, or you know, on, on, on easy to access streets. Again, trying to be close to public transportation if you want that. And again, we have a, a fleet of vans to pick you up. So We'll pick you up. We'll catch you in the same day if you need to get in the same day. We have 24-hour phone coverage, live personal answer to the phone, 24-7, 365. Who wants to do phone trees? No one wants answering services. <sighs> and then they have your record available. If you're sick, they can schedule you in. Uh, if you want to know what time bingo is, we can help you with that. We have community centers actually in all of our all of our centers because it's not just about your physical health, it's about your well-being, right? So yeah. we, want, we want to have educational classes. We want to have exercise classes. And actually, yes, we do have bingo every center every week. It's our most attended event. I would, I would yeah. imagine so. I, I actually, I would like to play. I haven't played bingo in forever, but I would love to play bingo. You know, you know so I, can, I, can, I can probably hook you up on that. I, I would mean, say yeah, so. It would be pretty amazing. I could just do like a little tour, a little Oak Street tour. Perfect. Just- yeah, we can, uh, we, can, we can be a guest caller. Even, you know? we can- <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Today's bingo is brought to you by Techno. <laughs> um, very cool. So, what, what? Tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, how did you get into this? Was it? Are you from? Like, is your background in medical? Is it? Uh like every other entrepreneur, as a lawyer from University of Chicago, came here. No, what, what's your background? Well, I, I don't know if you know this. I, I did go to law school. Of course, um, of course. But you no, know, I, I had a, a very winding path to get here. And you know, I almost actually almost went to medical school as a biochem major. And a lot of people like, kind of almost went to medical school. Yeah. I, I I went through the whole process, took the MCATs, applied, and. Kind of second thoughts, and again, you're talking, you put yourself in 22 year old Mike's shoes, which is a little terrifying. Sure. And the logic always doesn't, you know, doesn't hold over time. But yep. my logic at the time was, hey, med school's a long time, residency is a long time. I'm not sure if this is the right path for me. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a, a decade. Long, basically, it's, it's a decade. Yeah. yeah, it's a huge commitment. So, so knew a couple of things. Wasn't sure if I wanted to go to med school. Uh, knew I did not want to be a biochemist. Yeah. Uh, hated lab. That's, that was easy. Yeah. That was uh, easy. <laughs> Someone told me, hey, you know, you can be any major and apply to law school. So, like, okay, I, I need another option. So, I applied to law school at the same time as med school. And, uh, again, logic doesn't hold up in hindsight, but law school was shorter than med school, so I went to law school. And I got to law school pretty early on and realized everyone else had these dreams of, you know, being Tom Cruise and a few good I was just going to say, so did I. I was going to go to yeah. law school. I thought I was going to be thundering away on Jack Nicholson. Yeah. And, uh, lo and behold, I'm here talking to you. Yeah, well, and I didn't even have that dream, which is even a worse reason to go to law school. And I got there and realized, you know, I don't actually want to be a lawyer. Yeah. Um, See, so, I knew that. I knew I wanted to go to law school. I knew, I'd, but I'm serious. I I knew that I didn't want to be a. I, I mean, I joke. Of course, I would like to be in a courtroom, like thundering away. Um, but I actually knew that I didn't want to be a practicing attorney. I didn't want to like represent people. I wanted the law degree to use for deals and to like you mm-hmm. know be an operator. And uh, the same kind of logic as you was like, oh, I didn't end up doing that. I ended up going to Northwestern for other degrees to just sort of like buy the time to figure out what I was going to do with it. But well, and and. I went through the degree. I actually loved law school. I, I, school's great. You get to learn a lot. I play a lot of basketball. Yeah. Um, but knew pretty early on I didn't want to practice law, and so I ended up going from law school and, and working at a at a strategy consulting company called Boston Consulting Group. Yep. Uh, did that for a while, and I think probably because I had a enjoyed healthcare and, and I fell into the healthcare group there, and you know did a lot of work uh, really around the time the ACA was passing, trying to help. Uh, Specifically, Medicare Advantage companies understand how do we how do we care for patients uh, 
who are on Medicare? How do we care for them better? How do we actually reduce their cost? And this is, you know, that was a time period. There's so much change happening to the healthcare system. So somebody helping them navigate all that change. And in, in that process, got more and more familiar with here are the, here are the, here are the things you need to do uh, to keep someone healthier and realize like we have a lot of the answers. It's just, it's really hard to do. And yeah. it's impossible to do in a, in a fee-for-service model. You can't just go halfway. You really got to go all the way. But if you can do that, we, we firmly believed that we could really make an impact on patients' care. And so after a certain time period of spending time, you know, working in the space, learning about the space, and advising others, I we kind of thought to myself and one of, one of our, our, my co-founders said, this is, this is, this is, we just need to go do it, right? Yeah. This, this will work. Uh, we have conviction in it will work. It needs to, this type of model needs to be in more places. And let's stop talking about it all the time. Let's go do it. And so... We did, and here we there are. There you go, 24 locations later. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's interesting to me because, like, of all the companies and, and founders and people who come here, usually one of the biggest uh, advantages I find are founders that don't come from the space. Uh, lots of, like, I'll give you an example, restaurant tech in Chicago, they're almost all former traders. Uh, okay. When you look at... Uh, they're good with numbers. They know how. They know when something like restaurant has ten percent margin is successful. They know how to manage margins better than anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they used to bet on them. So literally, you know, it's a perfect. It makes sense after you think about it. Uh, but the one thing, uh, and legal is another one. You get a lot of mathematicians who come in, coders, developers, figure out how to sift through data quickly. Uh, so lawyers usually, you know, they bill on time. So quite honestly, they don't really want that disruption because they want to be able to bill you for it. Uh, so you know, a lot of things are different. The one part about medical that I've always found interesting is. Of the people who've come in, we've had a handful of, of actual medical practicing surgeons, doctors who, uh, <clears throat> who actually use, you know, built technology for themselves. Uh, medical, and not for the reasons you would think, seem to be a place where if you don't have a pretty good background in medical, like in how things are operated, particularly healthcare, uh, it does not go well. And I think it's because there are so many things that you have to understand what doctors go through, what insurance is like, how the processes work, and all the things you learned at Boston Group, as well as your, your background, you know, potentially going into medical school. Uh, but the one part that I have found very interesting is that the majority of doctors are shitty businessmen. They just are. <laughs> and so when you see someone come in who has a really good understanding of how the system works, you actually are the best thing to happen to the doctors who work at the clinics that could be because they're focused on serving the customer, serving customers, serving their patients. And you're able to focus on how to grow a clinic and how to make sure that there are more patients and that the patients are cared for properly and take away all of the minutia and things that they just don't manage well. So it, to me, it's like I, when you, when you tell me your story uh, you know, having all these different founders come here and tell the story, yours makes perfect sense even though you'd say to me beforehand like it's a winding road you wouldn't get it but it's like no really do you take the legal side which is incredibly necessary in this process Mm -hmm. you have to be able to understand legally how these things operate i mean you'd get sued until kingdom come if you didn't so that plus uh boston plus having an interest in medical and healthcare to begin with seems like you're the perfect person for this situation well i appreciate you saying that and, and and thankfully um Oak Street was a team that put it together as well, yeah. and I think that's another thing about healthcare. I agree, you need a, you need a variety of skill sets, and if you can find someone who's got all of them, that's that's phenomenal. You know, we had a, a myself, our chief operating officer, a guy named Jeff Price, and our chief medical officer, a guy named Griffin Myers, were the three people that founded it, and we, we all bring a different skill set to the table. We actually all had worked together at different times in, in BCG, so that's kind of how we came together. But you know, Griffin was a doctor, but also an MBA, so he he can bring a lot more of the clinical expertise. Yeah. Uh, Jeff had worked in finance, but also worked in strategy consulting for healthcare, and also was an engineer, uh, you know, in college. So, kind of had brought that real process orientation to it. And uh, it's I a perfect multidisciplinary to, uh, yeah, team. Yeah, exactly. And so, and then you, over time, I mean, Oak Street's, 
you know, it's different than a lot of, you know, small, Oak Street's a really complicated business. We have a lot of aspects of being an insurance company. We have aspects of being a, a, a services model. We have aspects of being a marketing organization. We have aspects of being a doctor's office and we have aspects of being a community center, right? Yeah. All of those together. So, you know, we got to, I think part of it is bringing the right people together and, and really building out that team. We have phenomenal medical directors. We have phenomenal, uh, you know, people who have been at insurance companies have come and helped build that part of the organization. And, and again, we have phenomenal marketers who've been in, in CPG. So part of what our vision was is, hey, um, let's bring the called best in breed of all these components together and let's create a, a model where the whole is much greater than the sum of the parts and kind yeah. of put all these things together. And, and you know, so far, so good. Well, I, I think that's you actually highlighted it there. I mean, that, that to me is the, the problem that you're solving, because I'm sure as a, as a patient, I would experience a different side of this. But as a, as a business operator, I'm looking at you and going the reason that individual and small doctor run family style offices operate and sometimes struggle uh, particularly as there are changes to the health codes and mm-hmm. healthcare codes and everything else, is that they are medical practitioners. They hire somebody, probably someone not overly well paid because they want to make sure that they just have someone to check the boxes, but they have to serve all the same roles you do. They have to market their their clinic. They have to have answer insurance questions. They have to be able to be a doctor, yeah. uh, all these things. They can't be focused on everything at one time, and so you end up just kind of getting a slow-moving, not-so-nimble business versus a business you've picked up, which is like, listen, you guys be doctors. Doctors do what doctors do. Uh, patient health care, whatever. If you have questions on insurance, we got you. If you want marketing, we market everybody. Like You've got the ability to stand above it and, and perfectly, like you said, uh, the, the whole is much bigger than the sum of the parts. Very cool. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, could not agree more than anything about the ends of the spectrum in healthcare. You described one, which is you know smaller independent practices yep. that – it's hard. Like they're not going to get there. That's um, going to be really hard over the next five years plus. I mean, the Obamacare thing was like a big deal, and it still is. But like that was a big shakeup. But I think it was like a quick wave that slammed everyone. Like yep. whoa, and then they all kind of went back to doing what they were doing. And, and now we're like, uh, well, it's less going to work. The trend you're seeing is more and more we're getting bought up by hospital systems and bigger groups, and then. So hospitals now have the scale, but now they have a completely different set of incentives, right? Because their economics are driven by, you know, is their hospital full? And yeah. look, they, they want to do a great job caring for people, but they also have a, you know, a huge cost. The hotel model for, for hospitals is not ideal. It's not, but that, that's the model. And so yeah. what do they do? They go buy physician groups up as a source of, of referrals to their hotel, as you say. Yeah. And that's, um, so that's, that's, the, that's the, the world we live in. The good news about Oak Street Health, that creates an opportunity to be very different. Of course. And you guys are killing that. So uh, very, very cool stuff. Thank you so much, Mike, for coming in. Where do people go if they want to learn more about, here's the marketing part. Where do people go if they want to learn more about uh, actually visiting Oak Street Health or, or anything in general that someone, you know, I guess you could say, I'm going to give you the opportunity to say who the, the, the target patient is who would be best suited for Oak Street Health and where do they go to find out more? So find out more at oakstreethealth.com. And Perfect person for Oak Street Health if you live anywhere near an Oak Street Center, which means you live in Chicago, you live in Indianapolis, you live in Northwest Indiana, Rockford, uh, or Detroit. If you live in any of those places, or Fort Wayne, I should not forget about Fort Wayne. Yeah. Live in any of those places. Um, the care we provide is 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 really optimized for older adults on Medicare. So if you have Medicare, uh, we put together a model that will provide you a much better experience. Uh, really, the care you need, the time you need, will will. You know, for our for our patients who have more needs, we'll put a lot more effort and a lot more resources for our healthier patients. Great, we'll we'll, we'll be there for you. Uh, we'll make sure you're getting the right preventive medicine so you don't get sick. And this is what our model is optimized for. This is what it's built for. And the wonderful part about it, because we take such good care of our patients, the savings and the costs pay for it, so it's free for our patients. So uh, again, OakStreetHealth.com. 
Appreciate the opportunity. Awesome. Mike, thank you so much. Thank you. You can catch this episode and more at Technora.com. Download the podcast on iTunes. Stay connected by following us on Facebook and Twitter at Technora. You can follow me at Katoon. Boom. That's a wrap. <laughs>